Welcome to Fourth for Growth Live. I'm Ricardo. I'm Courtney. And good morning. Happy Monday. Before we get started, make sure to go follow us at Force for Growth. Make sure you're following on Instagram and Facebook at Force for Growth and leave us some feedback. We are curious what your honest thoughts are. We are. Feedback, feedback, feedback matters. Yes. Big shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Courtney. (laughs) Yep. Tom Brady. That guy did it again. Yep. He's he's just one in the I've seen so many memes in the last few days. That's where my brain is going. Stay appropriate. Stay appropriate. He's but yeah. uh, he's he's arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. How many years has he been going? Or how many years has he been? This playing? is his uh tenth Super Bowl appearance, I believe is what they said. Man. Yeah. That's insane. Man. That's insane. Leave us a comment. Okay, so real quick, because it's well, it'll we'll ease it into our topic, but the whole Kyle going. Uh, but just leave a comment or leave feedback, but send us a few sentences on what you want to be the master at, whether it's 20 years from now. Like just tell us about it. Just swim in that orbit and tell us like if you were if so, if you're Tom Brady 20 years ago being like, I want to win 10 Super Bowls or appear in 10 Super Bowls, just tell me about that. You know, give it space and time, which I guess I should just get into my top. You can tell where we're going. (laughs) All right. Today, we are at part two of our four-part series covering excuses. Excuses. Yes. And I wanted to start off with two of the most common excuses. So time and space. I don't have time or I don't have the space in my life. And these particular ones hold each other back. And First, I want to point out when you are saying I in front of anything over and over. So, for example, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. You're creating an affirmation and you're you're manifesting more of not having time. Whereas if you say like, oh, I have time for everything that's important to me, then your thought process will help clear up what is and is not important because you're not affirming you don't have time. You're affirming where you're channeling your time. So just pay attention to what your loops of excuses are because you're affirming what you don't want. Even the masters of this, like I still have so much to learn. I still catch myself every day with something. So stop review, but especially I don't have time. It's the best example in the world. So time and space, think of it like an incubation and think of it like the laws of nature. We are in this instant gratification society where it's just immediate and we get what we want immediately. And if we don't, we get frustrated. That's not the laws of nature. That's not following the natural course of things. Now, granted, some things can happen and very quickly and life is amazing and wonderful like that. But expecting it to go that way isn't really helping you out. And so what I mean, okay, so For example, if somebody's like, I want a new car, but their garage is packed full of clutter, like you can't even fit one car in it, okay? So here, like, if you wanted a new car and you were truly working on manifesting it, you'd clear out that spot for that car in that garage. You'd clear out space in your budget to set aside for saving for that. You'd clear time to figure out how you need to maybe make more money to get that bigger down payment, you know? So time and space. Are you giving what you want actual time and space? And there's two parts to that. So you could be giving it time, but if you're not giving it space in your life, like some people think 
about what they want all the time. They think about it. I should do this tomorrow. I should do this. But they say in the planning phase, they never actually create space to work on it, or they never actually set actual time aside to do actual action items, not just think about it, which the trick of that is we feel like we're working on our goal because we've been worrying about it or we've been panicking about it or saying, I'll do that when it's the perfect time, which that doesn't exist, you guys. So you just got to pay attention. So that's my first question to you guys. So Ricardo, I'm going to pause there. What, what are your thoughts with your biggest goal that run on loop? And are you giving it time and space? So before I answer that and remind me of that question, but let me answer it for Sebastian real quick. Okay. I have started to read Think and Grow Rich to him, and he does not like it. <laughs> he does not like it. But I am reading the book to him, the full version, and we're talking about it, and I'm teaching him about the subconscious mind. I'm t- teaching him about affirmations, and when you plant the seeds of growth and positivity, that's what's going to come out when you plant the seeds of negativity, that that's what will multiply and that type of thing. So I'm really, I'm not dumbing it down for him. However, I'm explaining it. I'm reading the full text and then explaining it to him in words that I think he can, that are more digestible, Mm -hmm. but he's getting the full text. And I love that. And just to quote Becky, that we interviewed a few days ago, but she talked a lot about, I love that you just said you don't dumb it down for him. You don't have to dumb things down to your children. They're way more brilliant than their Correct. age reveals. Correct. So I'll, I'll say, hey, I'm, do you know what the subconscious mind is? And he'll say no. And then I'll explain to him what the subconscious mind in digestible terms. I'll say, you know, it's the mind deep, 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 deep in your brain that operates everything that you do. He's like, oh, okay. That's such a good po- lesson to us adults, too. What do we still need to break down into bite-sized chunks that we can digest better? Like, what are we still looking at as adults thinking, oh, I'm so overwhelmed as if, you know, your child looking at something for adult age or whatever that a book that most people would be like, that is not for that age. They can't understand it. Yes, they can. But I mean, anyway, that just struck a chord because there's some things that I'm still thinking are really overwhelming that probably aren't. The magic is starting to show here when he says, I can't, or I'm not good at this, or I'm not good at that. And I'll tell him and remind him, hey, is that a good affirmation or a bad affirmation? He'll be like, a bad affirmation. Mm. He's like, and then I ask him, what's going to happen if you continue using that bad affirmation? More bad. Mm -hmm. What do we need to do differently? Do a good affirmation. So he's getting it. He's understanding it. And I'm like, so give me a good affirmation. And he'll be like, I can do it. Okay. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. See, we know. We know a lot younger than we think we do. We're just so conditioned to be angry and not grateful. So it's so important, that affirmation. It's so important. It's so important to understand that whatever you put in your mind, it continues to multiply. Now, Courtney, ask me the question again so I can answer your question appropriately. Are you giving a goal in your life that's a big one you want to strive for? Are you giving it the proper time and space right now? No. I am not. I like the bluntness. I like the, just, it's okay to gauge yourself, you guys. You got to get more comfortable with gauging where you are on things quickly. But let me tell you, I am not giving it the proper time and space based on my own personal standard. Will you tell me a little bit more about that? So for me, like, 
And I don't see this in myself, so this is Jesse telling me because I don't see it because I don't really gauge that. But she tells me that I have like this obscene standard for things that I do, for things that I produce, for things that I work on. And I don't see it because I'm maybe because I'm in it, maybe because I'm living it. I don't really know yet. I haven't quite dissected, dissected that. But she tells me she's like, babe, you have like this unbelievable standard towards things and people don't get it. People just don't get it. And I'm like, okay, I kind of get it, but then I still kind of don't. But that's okay. The point is, is that based on my own personal standard, I don't feel that I'm given things enough time and enough space to truly manifest the result that I want. Mm -hmm. And whose expectations have more to do with you getting it done or not? Yours or someone else's? And I say that with love, Jesse. Mine. Mm -hmm. It'll always be yours. Yeah. So it's okay to listen but if he feels it, I mean, this is just part of how he is. So I personally appreciate your high standards in projects you're working on. So uh, I've learned a lot through him. So, okay. So incubation period. So the, a natural example of that is like a pregnancy. It takes nine months. Like for what if we got pregnant and we're like, we don't have the baby tomorrow, you know? Uh, so just think of nature and manifestation, but also want to point out how did negative things happen in your life? The things that you look back on and just, you know, maybe you've grown gratitude for them because life happens for you, not to you, Tony Robbins, but you gave them time and space. That's how they came to fruition. So it's just a really big idea that you just back up and make sure where you are giving it is better, is the direction you want. So, and then the last example is the lemon seed I want to talk about. So if I give you a lemon seed and I give you instructions and I tell you, you know, give it sun, give it light, give it water. And I just assume, you know, it needs time. But you call me the next day and you're like, look, Courtney, I gave it water. I put it in healthy soil. I gave it sunlight and I don't have any lemons. This is a scam. You know, you laugh, but that's what we do with our life. OK, we try one thing once and we're like, I didn't get enough Facebook views. I'm not going to try that again. That's not the real gauge you should be looking at. So back to the lemon seed. That lemon seed, it already has the potential to be the largest lemon tree in the world. It already has that intelligence inside of it, okay? It also doesn't need to go to college to get that education. It doesn't need to listen to everybody's outside advice. So the lemon seed already naturally knows what to do. So really bring your intuition into what you're working on, you guys. Like it, it we can't stress that enough, but you got to have common sense too. You know, we live in both worlds. We're humans in this reality of time, which, you know, according to Einstein, time is an illusion. I will totally go down that rabbit hole with you, but we don't have enough time right now. And I mean that very bluntly, but um, it's a, it's time is relative. And we just, Forget that. Um, let's see. Okay, let me wrap up my thought. But it it just, we got to give up this instant gratification. So you are the lemon seed. You are the lemon seed. And so I want you to take it. You have the potential to be the biggest in any industry, not even the one you're in. You could literally change industries and still become the master of that. The only limits you have are the ones you tell yourself and give time and space to. As well, you you have the basics, you have the water, you know, so check your basics. If you are running on excuse loops, are you drinking enough water? Are you breathing right? Are you eating actual food? Are you eating too much of not real food? You know, these things affect how our brain naturally works. And it's just a lot easier to slip out of productive modes when you don't have the basics. So you're a plant, 
Are you giving yourself sunshine? Are you watering yourself every day? So it's that time and space, but time, time to grow. So back to the natural laws, then I'll hand it over to you for your feedback, Ricardo, because look at nature. Nature knows, you know, it's, the sun comes out and heals things. And, you know, it's a very synchronistic way. And if you just pay attention to how you're going about your life and how you're, you know, do you, do you even take time to enjoy the sunshine? Just stand there for a minute and just soak in the vitamin D that would do wonders for your anxiety, for your, I mean, any negative feeling, any negative feeling that is an absolute and proven scientifically and medically that that works. So just go out and get in some sunshine. You're a plant, but you need time to grow. And that means watering it every day. That means being proud when you see that little sprout, not being like, oh, you're not as big as I wanted you to be. You guys. And so it's just progress is happiness. It's not really that you're going to be happy when you get to the end goal, even if you just make a little bit of progress. So that is what I think about the two biggest excuses, and they're just, we're lying to ourselves. So make sure you're giving yourself space and time to grow. Otherwise, you're giving, by default, space and time to what you don't want. That's so true, Courtney. Yes. And uh, Yoram right here chimed in, and he says it takes years of hard work to achieve overnight success. Yes. Yoram is so a trust specialist, too. He has a great book on trust, by the way. But you got to yes. trust yourself, right? You got to trust yourself first. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one thing that comes to mind is Kevin Hart, you know, that he got, he was talking about in his book that people kept on saying, no, congratulations. It seems like you're just an overnight success. He's like, yeah, it only took me 17 years to create this overnight success. Mm -hmm. I've seen that like meme where it's a hammer on a rock and maybe it takes a thousand hammers to break the rock in half. But did one through 999, did those hammers not matter? No, they did. Because it wasn't the last hammer that did it. It was everything else. But yeah, it's always Correct. funny how people are overnight sensations. Overnight sensations, and yes. You guys, overnight sensations don't actually exist. So here's the thing. What is the excuse that's wrapped around on the need or the compulsion to have that instant success? What is the excuse? Because what, you see someone else posting about it or because you see the highlight reels on Facebook because someone appears to have the success and your excuse is, oh, well, so-and-so is doing it. So that means that I can do it really quick too. I think we're finding certainty in the wrong areas or we're trying to turn it into certainty when it's not. Meaning you could have certainty that you have a great plan. You can have a certainty that you're following steps. Somebody guided you and it's worked for them. So you can have certainty in different ways, but I think it's a false certainty that they're hungry for about like, well, it worked for Ricardo. I just have to do it once this one time and I'll have the same results. It don't work that I way. I mean, you, Ricardo's history alone, we could talk about how different things you've learned over the years got you here and different expertise in all kinds of areas. You know, it's not, it's not all coming together in the moment that it appears. It's a lot of, that happened before that. Yarman is bringing it this morning. He says it's not just time to grow. It's consistency on doing the work every day, even when you don't see the result yet. Even when you don't see the result yet. Yeah. That's the key. How many people give up? 
because the plant is not coming above the soil and they don't think anything is happening and they give up. They stop watering. They stop, they stop caring. They stop giving it sun mm-hmm. because they don't see that immediate result. Save majority. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And if you, people. you get into this instant gratification. So let's say this goal doesn't work. So then you think that same method will work where you can quick try this new venue and that doesn't work. And then, I mean, what that adds up to is lack of self-confidence. What that adds up to is complete uncertainty, you know, so switch where you have certainty. You can have certainty in just what Yoram just said, just that you're going to do it every day. I am certain I'm going to do this every, what's the rule on the podcast when we started it? We have one rule. Consistent. That's it. We just keep going. Everything else we'll figure out on the way, right? And like Becky said, build the plane in the air. I love that. And uh, yes. by the way, what is the name of Becky's new podcast? The new podcast that will be coming out in a couple of weeks is Behavior Revolution. It'll be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, and I'm excited to be part of that and bring in her message to the masses. Yes, Miss Becky Blake. That. Great. I'm, I can't wait personally to, until... That content, because she's amazing. And go watch the interview episode, because you will learn at least 10 things that are wonderful and you didn't know. But The story that comes to mind, Courtney, right now is Three Feet from Gold. On, on the Napoleon Hill classic, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about three feet from gold. And I'll summarize it. There was this guy that was digging for oil, and he put, spent all this money, and he got people to invest and give him money because he was determined that he was going to hit oil. but he was digging and digging and digging, and he wasn't aware of fault lines where the, the, the earth shifts a little bit because of fault lines. So he went and sold the, all the equipment and the rights to the land to another guy who bought it for pennies on the dollar. But this other guy went out and tapped into his resources and called an expert Bingo. to come and assess the situation. And the guy said, if you dig right here, you'll strike oil. And he dug right there, and one of the biggest oil gushes came out in the history of the United States. And it was three feet from where the other guy stopped. Three feet. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you want to talk about time and space right there. And that's a okay, to bring that back to reality— what are we talked about a little bit with Mark Cuban was featured in a great article with Success Magazine on Friday. But if you are scared to give yourself a little bit of time to learn and you just quickly hire an expert, you're putting it in someone else's hands. That person yes. could be totally honorable. They also might not be. And they might take money that you could have otherwise just spent 20 minutes learning something. And, you know, and more so I'm talking about social media and like small businesses hiring social media experts that it's have the secret. Yeah. Have the Ooh, secret algorithm. What about all these and, people that have the secret? <laughs> what about all these people that are trying to sell you a secret? What if you have the secret? How about the that? secret to social marketing, social media marketing, the, se- the secret to social to uh, getting a thousand followers in two hours. Yeah. The secret, the secret, the secret. Oh. Guys. The secret there, is. There's, there's no, no secret. secret. <laughs> yeah. There's no secret, guys. There's really no true secret. They're just trying to make you feel FOMO. Mm -hmm. It's just they want you to chase after that secret. They're these in between, like 
just jobs and things and just so check your budget. Are you giving any money to someone you don't need to, you know? And I think the stock market, which I admittedly don't know a lot about what's going on right now, but it's, you know, you hear a lot of rap about should you learn it yourself or should you hire someone to, you know, stay on top of the market for you? It's a good question. I've seen people rave because they had no idea what they were doing and made great money working with someone. And then I've talked to people who've lost, you know, only 7,000 a month for a year before they realized it, you know, and talked to their guy and their guy never called them to inform them they were losing the money, you know? So you just got to take responsibility, give yourself time, give yourself space, stop giving your time up to everyone else where you aren't willing to give it to yourself. Like maybe that's the problem. Maybe you are spending time everywhere. You're just not giving yourself that credit, that time, that quiet time, that hustle time. You know, if you're in meditating all day long, I love where you're going with it, but it's not going to get your goal completed. You know, nope. you got to do the work. It's balance. Yeah. You got to do the work. Um, Real quick. For those of you listening, let's go ahead and break out that journal, that notebook, that scrap of paper, that post-it note, whatever you have close by and a pen or a pencil or whatever you choose to write on or your phone or the notepad app. I'm naming way too many things. Pull that out. Ready. What goal do you have that you are not making space and time for in your life? What is that goal that you're not really making the space and the time for? Maybe you feel that it's not happening fast enough. Maybe like Courtney said, beautiful analogy. You want a new car, but your car, your your garage is full of junk. Yeah. What do you need to make the space for? And if there's something that's taken up that space, what needs to be eliminated in order to create that space for that new goal, to make that space for creation, to make that space for growth, to make that space for manifestation? Mm-hmm. That's a great question, because how can you put more on your plate? If you don't take something off. Correct. You can only put so much on that plate. Yep. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. You got to take something off, put something on, but you have to make that space in order to bring something new into your life. I have another journal question that I want to write on. Is what's on your plate right now actually nourishing you? I mean that metaphorically speaking, but I mean, you can ask that at the dinner table. Is it nourishing you Mm -hmm. or depleting you? Yeah, that's true. Bad food sucks nutrients out of your body. Yes. And then the million dollar question to top all these three, all these other questions, all of them will be posted in the comments in the description of this episode. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do right now, today? in order to make space or time for that goal that hasn't quite Mm -hmm. came to fruition yet. And see, he didn't ask. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to think about? What are you going to contemplate doing? What are you going to maybe just, he asked, what are you going to do? So stop playing this game with yourself. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do about it right now, today? What phone call can you make? Who can you email? Who can you hire? Maybe it's time for you to hire someone to come and clean your garage out for you. Mm-hmm. Well, Ricardo, that's just too expensive. How do you know? How do you know how much it really is until you make those phone calls? How many people have There's you called? There's down the street. You can give a 
couple 20s yeah. too to help you for the day. Like you can find it if you open your resource uh, Maybe box. you can't hire a full-blown professional to come and redo the whole garage, but maybe you can hire, like Courtney said, a kid down the street. Mm-hmm. And you might have to do a little bit of work on your own. Maybe you need to clean out just one section at a time a week until the whole thing is cleaned out. Mm-hmm. What can you do? And that's the other part. If the task sounds too daunting and too big, what are the small incremental steps that you can take in order to make it less overwhelming? Mm-hmm. And just like Yoram Solomon, our wonderful friend here, he pointed out it's the daily consistency, even when you don't see the results yet. So you can be proud. So it's when you're, you start on it and you're actually consistent, first, you're going to be proud. Like, wow, I've actually done something on this every day for a week or wow. And that's your happiness ticker goes off. The dopamine, the oxytocin gets released because you're actually on the path and staying on the path. So stop putting the weight as to when the goal's done. It's the journey as cliche as it sounds, but that's also, that's how you build momentum and you build self-confidence on that particular goal. And you actually find the courage to ask and open up your mouth to find the skills, right? It's just constant levels. So just keep climbing. You don't have to see the whole staircase yet. You just have to see the first one or two. That's it. And the secret is, even though they're not a secret, is that you don't, the, the <laughs> stair steps are going to change on the way up. So even if you did plan it all out, guess what? You're going to have to redo most of the stair steps. So why plan it all out before you get started? Just jump Correct. in. Do it. Eagerness Do it. always trumps. I mean, just all kinds of the reasons you're hesitating and you're telling yourself you're validated to hesitate right now. Just know the eagerness and hunger and drive and passion trumps all that. Yes. Yes. Perfect, Courtney. Thank you. Great episode today. Excuses part two. Make sure you tune in for last week's episode part one and next week's episode part three. It's very obvious we don't have notes and don't have this scripted out. Better in your head, I think. It it, it really did. It sounded so much more better (laughs) in my head until it came out out loud. But you know what? That's okay. It's part of it. We roll with it. Yes. And the more that we roll with it, the more that we grow with it. I'm going to quote myself. I'm going to start quoting myself. (laughs) You should. Can you do it like the Michael Scott where it's Ricardo Leon? Ricardo Leon. Maybe I might have to do that. All right. Yes, we'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode and we'll be back live on Wednesday. Yes. Thanks, Have guys. A great everybody. Bye. <laughs> oh man. Smooth. Very. <laughs>